Wow, I um, I feel like I'm getting ready to start a documentary or something, Mac. Right, I know. I, I wasn't dancing on that one, but I sure did feel pretty epic coming in. I was like, "Yes, look at me!" That's right. That's right. That's right. We did have a discussion right before we came on, though, with the lighting that I need to just sit like this because my bald head shines in the light. But I'm not going to do that. So you're just going to have to suffer with my shiny bald head. I'm sorry. <laughs> what's happening guys we are back for another episode of indie invasion shorts with check this out bam that's right it's very indie invasion shorts coffee cup and everything which you can get them on Redbubble. what and they're even cooler than this because i got mine before eric tweaked the design and put indie invasion shorts so you, you can have a cooler one than i have what's up jim we were just talking about you i was throwing eric under the bus about coming to southern fried gaming expo mm -hmm. uh-huh because that's what i do my friend throws so me got... under the bus <laughs> oh heck yeah that's what that's that's what friends do, man. That's love right there. That's yeah. that's game and love right there. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, here we are. Oh, there's there's Todd. What's happening, Todd? Hello, Todd. Watching on, watching on Facebook. Jim's watching on YouTube. Oh, there you go. See? In the Jedi voice. Eric, come to Southern Fried. <laughs> What's happening, Alder? Oh, Alder. Check this out. Check this coffee cup out. Indie Invasion Shorts Coffee Cup. Bam! Right there. Oh, right yeah. there. So we're having our cup, cup of coffee with our good friend Alder all the way in Australia. Got Jim joining us and Todd. So I'm sure some other people will join up shortly. What are we going to talk about tonight for the shortest 30 minutes in gaming? Well, we got an in-depth solving gaming problems discussion tonight. Well, that's, I mean, that's par for the course, right? We are going to be talking about resin versus metal versus plastic. Oh, yes. and I can feel the the fighting happening yep. already. We're talking about minis. And uh, basically the materials that make up our little dudes. And uh, I think we'll probably cover some pros and cons and which ones we prefer more than the other and stuff like that. So and I will preface this entire conversation with this. There is no right answer to this nope. question. There is no right answer. There is only your favorite answer. That's my that's my two cents on it. There's no right answer. Pluses and minuses to all of them. So that's what we're going to talk about because there's a lot of cool companies out there doing a lot of different things. There's uh, <laughs> Spaz says I'm wrong. Plastic is the truth. Hey, now, I can block you. Watch it. <laughs> I wouldn't, but... Watch it. Um, is you know, there's there's so much cool stuff out there with the 3D printing. You, you can get the resin printers for almost nothing now, compared. I mean, compared to what they were, not really almost nothing. They're still. I think I priced one because I was. I'm slowly leaning into the idea of getting one so that I can do that. Print a Chibi Galactus, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> but you know, they're affordable now to do. And, uh, and there's so much good plastic manufacturing out there and mm -hmm. there's really so much good still metal spin casting stuff out there. Um, <laughs> Spaz says if I block all his accounts, our subscriptions would be cut he, in half. He's got a lot of <laughs> aliases. <laughs> Makes you wonder about the man. That's, right, right. And Jim said a sneeze never took a many uh, a metal mini off the table. That's true. That's true. You just don't have the right coin underneath that uh, base. That's right. Well, I mean, if you got clear bases like you're, you're just out of luck. Uh, yeah, there's nothing I can do about it. <laughs> I didn't actually used to put coins. What I used to do, and I loved this. I got it from a buddy of mine when I was playing 40k. Is I would take um, wood putty, and I would close off the bottom of my lipped bases. Yeah, just make it a solid. And, yeah, and piece. it and it added a good chunk of weight to it too. But anyway, that's we're not talking about basing. But you should write that down because that's probably a good topic. Yeah, it is. I'll have so to should, add that to the list. <laughs> you should uh, probably write that down. <laughs> we are talking about miniatures and the materials they're made of. So let's jump right in. Yeah, Eric, so you go I'm first. Gonna, I'm going to ask you uh -oh. a question first. Uh oh, I'm, am I being interviewed? So what did you start with in the world of uh, miniatures and hobbying? Did oh, you start with? I, I, was I think most of us on, are chewing on lead miniatures. Yeah, I was going to say most of us. In our generation, pretty much started with yeah the the lead miniatures, the, the grenadier, the Ral Partha. Mm -hmm. Those are the ones I started with, and the old war gamer guys they go back even farther on those kind of minis than the grenadier and Ral Partha. But I, you know, when they when they came out, you were just like, this is the most amazing model I've ever seen. And then you're digging through your junk drawer and you find one of them and you go. That is the most hideous thing oh, I yeah. have ever seen in my life. So it's kind of it's kind of funny how far it has come. But yeah, I started on metal. I'm guessing most of the guys that are in here are um, probably started on metal too. What about oh, you? Were you were you in it all the way back in metal? Yeah, I mean that was back in the '80s, right? So when we kind of got exposed to D and D and the different metal sets that they had back then. I'm trying to remember. Did I don't remember seeing like resin or plastic back then. It, in, no, I don't. Unless you were doing like your, um, you know, your car models or right. plane models, then you would see plastic. Um, but for the most part, for miniature games and stuff, it was all, yeah, the metal that can kill you if you chew on it. Yep. <laughs> and I don't remember uh, seeing plastic miniatures outside of toys instead of um or outside of game like board games right yeah but when when i started really seeing plastic miniatures it was gw stuff um space the early space hulk oh uh, yeah those little <laughs> yeah yeah the little <laughs> egg terminators i think uh, i think spaz posted a picture of one of them in the uh in the discord but yeah the old plastic ones so that's that was the first time i remember seeing plastic and then my man of war box uh the starter box for man of war by games workshop it had plastic ships in it okay uh, so that was that was kind of the first introduction outside of all of the little yeah um, me it was all metal because i i and i actually still have a lot of those old ones from way back then i mean they looked they had the enamel paint on them because that's what we thought we did. And uh, I have yeah uh, with the white with the big white paintbrush mm -hmm. that came in the car model kit. Absolutely, that's how you paint the eyes. 
I mean, I think I still have uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle metal miniatures I have from back then. Yeah. Um, I think I might have dragged them out before and was showing them off and stuff. I'll have to find them, dig them back out and take some pictures yeah. and well, stuff. Well, Spaz mentions the plastic space orcs and space marines from GW, and I remember those two. I still have some of the grots, the monopose grots. I still, I still have quite a few of those. I'm sorry, they weren't monopose. There were something like 40 of them, and there were two poses. So, yeah, well, no, it was one was like them. one was like this, and then one was like this. That was that was the extent of the difference. Oh, even before those, I don't think I I don't think I remember those ones. Uh, but maybe you're older than me, or maybe you just had them and I couldn't afford them because, yeah, I probably couldn't afford them. <laughs> but anyway, let's jump into metal miniatures, pros yeah. and cons. Okay, so metal miniatures. We've already had a couple people pipe in about that uh jim said you can't sneeze a metal miniature off the table which is a true statement yeah that when alder saying that he loved the feel of the metal minis but the reality is he also said something else but we'll talk about that when we get to plastic <laughs> because it was about plastic so we'll talk about that so what are your what do you like about metal miniatures well i think so there was many many years from between the 80s and the 2000s that i didn't do any miniature hobby and um you know it's poor college student type thing i couldn't afford that stuff at right. all so when i got back into it it was of course gw and a lot of that stuff at that time was the metal and they were just starting to do some of the the plastic uh mm -hmm. for the bigger models and for a long time i preferred the metal because of the ease to work with it you know you didn't have to worry about trimming too much um you know it was just it's it stood up the to the abuse yeah. better than say like a resin that could get too hot and kind of shrivel on you or you know the plastics you just didn't see that much so i really at that time liked metal and it, it over the course of the last God, I'm going to sound old here. 30 years. Oh. <laughs> well, maybe 20 years. I'm giving myself too oh, much Oh, don't time be generous. Now. Don't be generous. You know the truth. Um, it's, it's been a very slow change in what I prefer. And with us, you know, the last few years getting more into the indie scene, uh, a lot of independent game developers out there use the metal, yeah. you know, for their game ranges. Um, so it's kind of nice to go back and use yeah. metal uh and use that big old chunky file to file them down yeah. um so i mean and uh, some of the pros is yeah that and uh i think they're easier to clean sometimes yeah. Uh, yeah, i think they can be too easier to clean i like them i like the weight i i, I like yeah. the weight of a metal model i just do they they tend to now this has changed considerably lately but used to be they could hold a little bit more detail than the plastic models. And that, yeah. now that has changed a lot, especially you look at guys like war cradle and what Malifaux is doing. Oh, and yeah. of course, of course, GW, when you have to put 5,000 skulls on a model, that's an inch and a half tall. You, you gotta, you gotta be able to um, get some serious detail in there. Yeah. But I like the weight of them and not to mention the fact that I did do a drop test today, not on purpose but I did a metal miniature drop test with four models that fell off the shelf and uh, they do come apart. Uh, Todd mentioned that they're prone to breaking. At yeah. The and that would that, be, that's very true. 
but I pin my models anyway. Uh, so that doesn't really become a problem when I pin them because I pin them pretty deep and I use I use a paper clip. So I drill them pretty deep until uh, you throw them at somebody, right? Until I throw them at somebody. But I reserve those for the really big ones because it's not as effective if you just throw a little. That could be a pro right there. That's definitely a pro. You know, that's definitely a pro. And if somebody decides to table flip on you and your whole army is metal, they may not be able to flip the table. Yeah, it could be a heavy table. So I, that's that's my thing. I prefer metal. They're my they're my favorite, and my favorite games. Most of my favorite games do most of their stuff in metal because, like you said, the indie market really uses it. Because as I understand it, and I have limit very limited knowledge on casting and making any of these models, but I have talked with James a little bit from the Drowned Earth Olmec Games, and the cost of spin casting tends to be cheaper as i understand it if anybody out there knows different please tell me so spaz threw out there that his order is plastic metal and resin and todd agrees well i i don't i like metal plastic and resin Mm -hmm. so there so is there can you think of any cons for metal um they're heavy i mean and that's a pro and a con i like the weight of them but but they can be heavy especially with some of the larger models and um so like since I put my models on clear bases, one of the things that I have to do is clip. I got to clip the tabs on the bottom. And then when you, when you, when you sand that last bit off, I always sand them so that I can stand the model up on my desk before I try to glue them. That's a good point that Jim makes too. Sometimes shipping costs can be higher because you order a whole bunch of miniatures. That box gets heavy pretty darn quick. Especially if you're ordering from GW, it's some old, those old games where you just get a ton of minis, but yeah, yeah, that is definitely true too. That shipping. And uh, if it's a company that's overseas, whoo. Yeah. Yeah. And Todd makes a good point too, but we'll get to that when we talk about plastic, because that's a really good point there too, uh, that he makes. So I I can, I see your, I see it, Todd. I see your comment. I'll get to it. I promise. And um, I mean, we did mention what, like, if you drop them for the most part, if you pin them good, they're going to stay yeah, together, but they do. I've had plenty of models just tip over and for just, you know, yeah. nothing bad, but it just, it's enough that it just boop, pops it off, but yeah. you just, you just glue it back in. You yeah. Know? And, and they can, they can tend to be top heavy with the larger models. You can yeah. definitely get that tipping. I remember that with some of my old like the, DW models, like this beast is he metal. He's metal and he's yeah. a little top heavy. Yeah, I can remember that with some of my old Space Marines, just particular ones that would be posed in a certain way. Uh, a metal las gun that was sticking way out off of the base, yep. just with that tilt forward. So those are some of the the disadvantages to them. But again, it all comes down to what your preference is. I love working yep. in metal. I like all of them really, but that's metal is my preference. Yeah, yeah. All right, so the next one. <laughs> well, I got I to gotta answer this one. Todd says, they do dent if the fall is high enough. How, where are you playing, dude? <laughs> where are you playing that you're, it's high enough? Hey, that's man, that's really, a serious table. You got that step ladder right, out there. Right? Dang, man. I, I'd be scared to play at that table. That's scary. Whew. Oh, that's so true I, though. You can't, it can bend the, the arms and stuff, but that yeah. was, that was funny, Todd. I'm sorry. It's like a really tall table. Anyway, what's the, what's the next, <laughs> next one one's resin. And from what we've seen in some of the chat, there's a lot of people that don't really like resin. Yeah. And, and I, 
so I can understand that because I, I've I've bought a lot of resin miniatures from. I'll give an example from TT from TT Combat, okay? Because I did Rumble Slam, Carnivale. I love the those two model lines, and when TT Combat started really getting into making models, when they started doing the Rumble Slam stuff after they did the Kickstarter, you know, they had models here and there, but mm -hmm. they didn't really have a bunch of stuff. And when they really started doing the resin in the beginning, you could really see where they were working through figuring out how to do resin and what resin quality to use. Because I ended up with a lot of stuff that had bubbles. You get bubbles in the yeah. resin. And if you've got a thin point, you might not even see it. I had one model in particular that had real thin ankles, but you couldn't see the bubble because it had a really thin layer of resin that completed, but mm -hmm. almost the whole ankle was just completely gone because it was an air bubble in it. But but what I will say is as they progressed and learned more and more, their resin got better and better and better and better. Um, so I think that most companies are are doing it like that now, you know, where they've kind of got they've kind of gotten it down. Even the even the smaller companies, Twisted does some resin. Mm -hmm. It's um, pretty nice, too. It, it, they keep the detail. Yeah. Um, and it, it's like you said, it's clean where it's a good formula. You don't have the bubbles or yeah. uh, I've had resin before where it just it felt tacky, like it yeah. wasn't cured enough. Yep. Um, or even so, rubbery resin. Yeah. So you those are rubbery resin. Those are definitely some cons. But positive wise, I would say I like resin to work with. Um, now, granted, you sand it. You don't want to be breathing that stuff in. Oh, she, but it's never stopped me from working on it. So I do kind of like the ease of sanding it down. Really? Yeah. Um, it, it's a little bit easier to clean up as opposed to metal when you have your mold lines and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so it, 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 it seems like it takes the paint pretty good too. I yeah. mean, you prime it and you start painting it and then, yeah, it's not as heavy as uh, a metal miniature. So it's a little easier on your shoulder and your you know your bags i don't even um, know what kind of miniatures you're playing with i mean well I'm, I'm playing 28 32 millimeter scale what scale are you using well, i'm the kind of i'm shoulder? the kind of player and todd todd can uh, attest to this is that you bring everything oh yeah <laughs> you gotta bring everything you, you never know what it. you need um <laughs> alder makes a good point here resin miniatures your car the middle of summer in australia equals melted Ooh, gooey mess yeah that is and uh, well, when I was talking about the progression in resin usage is to me, that's kind of the biggest turnoff of resin. Don't mishear me. I like some resin models too. Yeah. But whenever you order from somebody, you don't know what kind of resin you're getting. Yeah. Sometimes you get that tacky resin. Sometimes you get the, um, the, the, the harder, more brittle resin. It just seems like there's a lot of different resins out there and I don't know anything about it. So if anybody resin prints, maybe, you know what the differences are. Cause, uh, cause I don't, but I distinctly remember I got a model and I also, now I'm going to defend this company too. They progressed a long way as well. But when arena Rex first came out, that's I the got, one I was thinking of, right. I got a model that was, um, I can't remember who it was, but it was, it had a single contact point on the base and a skinny ankle and was standing on one foot. So that was the only point. And like Alder was saying with the heat, 
that can happen to resin. Well, in this particular instance, it wasn't that hot. So we, had, I live in the Southeast United States in South Carolina and we had had a hurricane come through and we didn't have power in the house for two days. So it got to 95 degrees in the house, 95 degrees. And the, the miniature did, then was up on a top shelf and the miniature said, whoop, and just bent over at the ankle. And it, like I said, it was only 95 degrees in the house. Well, it wasn't that hot. I realized that's really uncomfortable, but it's not like sitting in your car where yeah. it's going to melt. But they've come a long way too. They don't use that resin anymore. So I think I think you really only get bad resin when somebody's just starting to use resin. Yeah, yeah. And I, I mean, one of the things I think is neat about resin is you see, if you go on Etsy, Okay. And you see a lot of these stores that are selling, you know, the 3d prints, a lot of times they're resin, you know, models that you can buy. Right. So I think the resin itself, while it, it is, you know, something to, to really learn about, especially at home, you know, the mixtures and stuff like that. Um, it's pretty easy to get into, you know, doing your own resin miniatures with the way that 3D printing is now. Yeah, that's so, what Todd was saying is it's a photosensitive liquid resin, whereas most of them are two-part resin. So I guess, I and I don't, I don't know, but we're only talking about what we think about it versus mm -hmm. how you're actually doing it. But those are my experiences. And small items like staves and things tend to be really brittle with yeah. resin. But now I will say, I think the guys at Demented Games solved that problem with their models. So their resin models that have the little points that stick out like that, what they did is there's a metal rod inside each one of those little points that sticks out so that it won't just snap off. And I thought that was pretty cool uh, when Peter told me that. So I had to take my knife and shave down so that I could see that it was really there. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't believe him? I did believe him, but I was like, that's so cool. I got to see that. And listen, to be fair, I mostly have two of every Twisted model. Cause, no. Because I really like Twisted. That's that's my jam. That's my jam. <laughs> All right. So, so Resin didn't get a really good review there. Like, we got to give it something good. We got to give it something good. Yeah. I mean, it's got a couple of things. It's lighter. It's uh, for me, it's easier to, to work with. Um, you can 3D print it. 3D print. So that's it's more huge. accessible to yeah, more accessible to the general public, I think, yeah. with 3D printing. Um, so there is, there's that you know, those positives. Yeah. To it. And, and they're not as heavy and some people that makes a difference too. If they really don't like the chunk of metal. Yeah. Resin is good. Resin is light. There's no question about that. And sometimes that's all you can get and that's okay. Cause if the model is cool enough, I really don't care what it's made out of. Yeah. True. Well, all right. So we got another one. Our last one, plastic. The plastic seems to be the overall winner. So this is, this is the now basically uh so yeah. we we see a lot of companies going to plastic anymore and a lot of it i think is because of the uh it's cost effective for them it's easy for them to um you know get models done and well, that's, plastic that's what todd was saying is it getting the molds made that's where it's expensive yeah but then after that the process is much cheaper and they they the mold mold the molds will hold up better with plastic right. as opposed to metal that just it every, every cast that you do with the metal, man, it's going to eat away at that mold. Yeah. I know? have no idea. This is something that for the metal stuff. We should ask Josh from zombie Smith. Yeah. He spin casts his stuff. So, 
he would be he would be the guy to ask for sure. And <laughs> Spaz says, imagine if that resin model did a wily e. coyote off of Todd's gaming table. <laughs> I'm gonna insert something there though, Spaz. I'm gonna say off of Todd's 40 foot gaming table. Yeah. 40 foot high, not 40 foot long. <laughs> we're teasing you about that, Todd, but we're teasing you because we love you. So don't take it the wrong way. We're only teasing because we love. Alder said uh, metal plastic resin. I think that's mine too, um, metal plastic resin. But the big thing for me for plastic, and I saw this mentioned, and it was probably everyone that said this, conversions. All day long in plastic, man. I mean, yep, so that's the number. I yep. think that's the number one uh, reason to do plastic. You can yeah. kit bash. Oh, man. It's so so easy, easy with that. It is so easy. Uh, you know, good pair of snips, a little file, a uh, little jeweler saw, whatever it is, it's so easy to do. And glue wise, you're just using. Um, I always just go to like Ace Hardware and get the plastic model glue for the models because yeah. it's a little bit cheaper than getting the hobby, you know, yeah. store plastic model glue. Yeah. Uh, so it's, you know, it's not super messy where you're going to glue yourself to the model. Or, yeah. And it will never come apart ever. Or, you know, in some people's case, like Jim, I know Jim, he's allergic to super glue. So mm -hmm. he has a hard time working with it. And I know there's a lot of people out there like that. Yeah, but Jim still likes metal models. <laughs> he just he just doesn't lick lick his fingers as much. I guess though, so. I'm not sure. <laughs> uh, but yeah, conversions are huge for the plastic, and especially nowadays with the quality of plastic that's coming out. Oh, and and, yeah. and really, and really, I mean, you can go back even even ten years, and the plastic was really getting really good. I think of. In in particular, I think of the Wild West Exodus models. Mm -hmm. Even even ten years ago, they were mostly plastic. the The heroes were in resin. Yeah, but the the all your line troops, all your hands were plastic, and they had pretty good detail. I will say that you can see the difference between then and now in in the level of detail. Yeah, and a lot of that though is like the three D sculpting now. How three D sculpting has kind of blown up, uh, right? You know, it's just, it's quicker and easier to make alterations to, to a design. Yeah. Doing it it probably way. really didn't blow up. It's just, we're aware of it because we don't know anything about it. <laughs> so now we think it blew up, but really it blew up like 10 years ago. And we're like, God, I just blew up now. Cause we just found out about it. That, yeah. We're, con <laughs> we're convinced the world revolves around us, I guess. Yeah. It just, just now blew up. It's huge right now. So. So of course, with with conversions and stuff, what goes along with plastic is working with it in general, cleaning it up, yeah, putting it together. Uh, if you drop it, it's going to bounce before yep. it breaks. Yeah, especially uh, if you used. See, we say plastic glue, but I always say uh, it was model glue to me because it was always put together models. Yeah, but if you put it together with that, you can throw it on the ground and it's not going and to yeah. come apart. That's a strong bond because that stuff basically melts that yeah, it plastic. Does. It's exactly what it does. But uh, Jim makes a good point too, is look at the Hero Forge color stuff. Uh, that stuff's great. My my RPG group, everybody in, when we started, everybody bought one from Hero Forge. Mm -hmm. um, and they look, they look really good. I don't think they look as good as a painted model, but they do look really good. And uh, Todd also made a good point of metal versus plastic. Try stripping a plastic model in acetone and see how that goes. Yeah, see, now that's the one. Yep. That's one of the downsides is if you have to repaint it, mm, 
Yeah, mm-hmm. you're 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 in trouble. There's ways to get them off. I've stripped metal and resin models with acetone, but I'll put them in acetone. I'll count to ten and take them out mm-hmm. and rinse them off, and then take a toothbrush, and you, I can usually get the majority of the paint off. But you got to be really careful because, like we were talking about, all that detail they've managed to put on it doesn't last. No, when you uh, when you once it goes in that acetone, so. And uh, Spaz said he never tried stripping a plastic model. You should go try. (laughs) (laughs) They turn to goo. It'll be chalking up as a learning experience. It will definitely be a learning experience because they become nothing but goo. Um, But so, yeah, for me, it's metal plastic resin. What about you? All right. So uh, what do I prefer to use? Uh, I'm. Man, that's a tough one. I think I'm going to have to, because of the way I've progressed, I'm going to have to go plastic metal resin. Okay. So Spaz says he won't have to strip any plastic models because his painting is too amazing. <laughs> I love that confidence level. That that's is a confident. fantastic confidence level right there. Just remember, only you have to love your models. So that's, that's right. right. Spaz will never have to strip any of his models. And Jim did metal plastic resin as well. Yeah, resin's just it's it's not my favorite. Um it's okay, but yeah. even with some of the I, I remember I got uh some so a, a quick metal resin comparison. And again, I don't know anything about the printers, but one of my favorite game companies that I love their sculpts is antimatter games, and their whole line is in metal. And recently they've done some plastic ones or uh, resin ones and they look great. The models look great. But when I started painting them, I could very subtly see those resin layer lines. Mm. And I mean, very subtly, but in my mind to a model that was such high quality in metal and so well sculpted and you know, so full of character and detail and the little nuances that made the model what it was. It, it was, it was much less in my mind compared to what it was. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? The, the metal was just really superior, and that may have been because he's new in the resin. Yeah, I, you know I've what seen, I mean. There may be that process. I've seen companies that have been doing resin for a longer time, and I've seen progression of how you know they get the the formula and the sculpts just right where. It, it looks really good. You know, it has some good detail and stuff like that. And, um, uh, uh you know, it, it holds its form type of thing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, I think plastic for me is it's all because of the conversions. I am, I got back into the hobby because I would kit bash my GW stuff and, you know, right. cut arms off and turn them this way or, you know, for me, it was the zombies and the vampire counts. I was putting all kinds of stuff stuck in yeah. them and all that. So, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And uh, Craig was talking, too, about the resin. The Monster Apocalypse ones are all resin. Yeah. And they have flash all over them. And then washing them in soap and water just just to make sure they hold paint. So, yeah, there's, you know, there's some stuff for the mold. I do that with everything mold already. Mold. Yeah, I know. But you take six months to prep a model. Mm-hmm. We know everybody knows they've been to the hobby hangout. They know they were so proud of you when you did all your wolves. We were all so proud of you. Yeah. 
All right, Alder. Uh, Alder's taking off. He has to get back to work while the rest of us prepare ourselves for bed. But uh, have a good day at work, Alder. Yeah. Thanks for joining us again. We're wrapping up anyway. And, sir, I just closed when we recorded last night. So I do believe it is your turn to. I'm going to take this out. Take okay. Us, take us well, out. guys, thank you for joining us for Indie Invasion Shorts. It goes so quick all the time every week. It does. But. Yeah. Hey, if you guys want some more audio, which we're getting ready to post some more up of a little Actually, look. I think it's, well, not audio, but there is. But we do new, have more video. Yep, new video just went up tonight. But if you want more content, check us out on our podcast on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Stitcher, Spotify, Pocket Cast. We're pretty much, when we record stuff, I turn it into audio. So if you don't have time to watch it, you can listen to it in the car. And... Like we mentioned, new stuff going up. You can check out on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram. We got a lot of conversation going on Instagram and Discord. Check those out. And if you have any questions or comments or want to tell us about something new you guys stumbled onto, email us at IndieInvasion at gmail.com. Yes. Now, the place to go to get quick links to all those is the CoastalCon website, CoastalText.com. You can actually listen to our audio in there. We got links to the YouTube, Discord, uh, our sponsors and friends of the show, Unipolar Games, uh, dis discovergames.org. .org, right? Dot net. Dot net. Dot net. Okay. And our good buddy that's on here tonight with us, the tabletop engineer, Jim, with his Bexham Bazaar magazine and his free minis hobby christmas catalog that's right the christmas catalog <laughs> <laughs> and if you guys would like to support the show if you like hearing what we're doing head over to patreon backslash indie invasion uh if you support us on there we really appreciate it but you know what you don't have to we have content on there for everybody to view and enjoy and hey if you want some cool swag we don't have a little blurb for it yet but check us out on Red Bubble. It's something new we just started. And we got a bunch of coffee cups. You can get your own little shirt. Hoodies. Hoodies. Comforters. Just get it before Mac gets it all. <laughs> yeah, get it before I do. Because apparently <laughs> I'm just buying all of my all of our merchandise because I like it. That's right. That's right. But guys, that's gonna be it for this week, Indie Invasion Shorts. Thanks for joining us for 30 minutes of me and Mac solving all gaming problems one game at a time. Until next time, guys, prepare for the invasion.